you say this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I'm not a hearer only. I'm a doer of the word. Wave your Bible. Shout a big amen. It's a shout amen. amen. God bless you. Please be seated. All right. So you notice that um, something happened to the electricity. So we had the air conditioners went off. All right. Before I close today, I'll talk to you. We need to explain to you to understand what is going on. Is that okay? Okay. But last week, Sunday, I began, hopefully, a three or four week series, which I will do on Awake, O Sleeper. Everybody say, Awake, O Sleeper. Now, we read from Matthew chapter 13, where we learned about the parable, um, sorry, did I say the parable, the, the experience on the Mount of Transfiguration. All right? What did I say? Okay, what I actually mean is that the parable <laughs> of the man who went to sow good seeds and his enemy came to sow tars when he was asleep. And we learned that when you are asleep, or when you sleep spiritually, you give room for your enemy to sow things that you do not expect. And that there is always an enemy ready to sow all manner of things in our lives. Most wickedness that takes place in our lives happens when we go to sleep. When you sleep, and I'm not just referring to physical sleep, but I'm referring to spiritual sleep. Amen? Somebody asked me that, Bishop, but when we sleep physically, then we are sleeping. Now, this is the point. The spirit never sleeps. Your spirit never sleeps. And this is the thing you need to get. Anybody who built your spirit, even when your physical being is sleeping, your spirit man, depending on its strength, will still be active and do a lot of things. That is why you can sleep and you dream that you are somewhere. Either overcoming or being defeated because the spirit doesn't sleep suffice to say that the spirit doesn't die so when you die for example our spirit does not die our spirits do not die our soul do not die please do you understand what i'm trying to say all right only three people understand church do you understand what i'm trying to say all right now this is very very important because for most people, they think that, well, I'm just a human being. And here they are, Obeda. That's not what I'm talking about. We are all, as a human being, you have a body. You have a body. This is the one sitting here right now, the one I can see. And you have a spirit. Okay? And you have a soul. The real you is your spirit. The real Eldakojo Edufo is your spirit. This body is just a container. This body is just a container. Alright? Now, unfortunately, we tend to love this body, the container, more than the real person. So there are so many people who are interested in taking care of their body. 
taking care of how they look, taking care of, you know, their shape and everything, and not very interested in the shape of their spiritual lives. So, you meet somebody, he could be thick, tall, he could be a macho man, he could be, you know, so huge with muscles and everything. That is okay physically. But as to whether spiritually, you are also somebody with muscles. It's a different thing altogether. There are some fat women here. You are fat only physically, but spiritually, you are very lean. Yeah. Some people, spiritually, you look like somebody with HIV. Yeah, because spiritually, there is no weight. There is no strength. That's why a small witch, a small girl with small witchcraft, you sleep in the night and they, say, they will tell you that they, they come and take your head to play football. And hold you. Can you imagine? And you wake up and your head is paining you because you have not built your spirit. And sometimes, in fact, apart from the fact that you've not built your spirit, your spirit is sleeping. Your spirit is inactive. But after this month, I see somebody developing spiritual muscles. So the enemy only comes to attack us when we are spiritually asleep. In 1 Peter 5, 8, we read it last week. It says, be sober and be vigilant. That vigilance is talking about, it's not just physical vigilance, like holding a gun or something. No, but because he was not talking about your physical enemy. He said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, who is that adversary there? Oh, come on, it's on the screen. Who is the adversary? The devil. So he's talking about a spiritual vigilance, because the devil as a roaring lion looking for whom he may devour. So, there is always a spiritual battle going on of the enemy, your spiritual enemy, looking to tear us apart. Because when it tears us apart in the spirit, it will manifest in the physical. This year, 2024, that devil will never succeed in the name of Jesus Christ. We spoke about three types of sleep. We spoke about number one, sleep as in death, where the Bible likens death to sleep. And then number two, we spoke about phys um, physical sleep. That is the one you slept and just woke up before coming to church. That's physical sleep. And then we also spoke about spiritual sleep. Amen? We also spoke about spiritual sleep. In Matthew chapter 14 verse 32 to 41, Jesus said to his disciples, watch and pray that you do not enter into temptation. Watch and pray because there are certain temptations that comes to people because they did not pray. So Jesus said that be alert, watch and pray. Or watch simply means that be alert, be attentive. Alright? All he's saying is that don't sleep. Church, if your spirit is sleeping, then you have a very big problem. Your spirit is not supposed to sleep. And I'm trusting God that before this fasting and prayer is over, everybody in Zoe land, your spirit man will be active like never before. Let's read a scripture in Luke chapter 9 verse 28. Luke 9 28. The Bible says, and it came to pass about Eight days after these sayings, he took Peter, 
James and John and they went up to the mountain of transfiguration and he prayed and the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glistering and behold there talked with him two men Moses and Elijah now the Bible says that Jesus took some of his disciples to a mountain to pray and when they prayed his physical countenance changed his physical appearance it changed prayer was what altered his natural self to be changed into something different anybody who tells you that prayer doesn't work the person is a liar the person doesn't know what they are talking about he prayed until physically he changed this year as you pray physically something will change in your life I said something will change in your life physically the man prayed until physically the bible says that his countenance changed and even his clothes it started shining who told you that you can't pray for that marriage to change who told you that you can't pray for that business that is almost dead to come back to life who told you that that life that child cannot be prayed back even into the family i prophesy over your life by the prayer we've uttered on this altar may anything around you that needs transformation be changed in the name of jesus christ amen but it only takes people who are spiritually awake to change the things around them through prayer through prayer through prayer you can change the things around you i'm telling you you can change anything every condition is subject to change every condition every condition is subject to change any condition under which you find yourself i'm telling you today it can change and it will change i prophesy over your life before this year is over something will change dramatically in your life lift up your hand and shout change but this change comes to people who are awake so jesus was transfigured Peter, James, and John did not get transfigured. They only saw the glory. That is another dimension. I want to believe that if God was gracious enough to have led them to the mountain, probably if they had also prayed like Jesus prayed, they would have also been changed. But on the mountain, when Jesus was praying, they were sleeping. That is why sometimes, listen, and don't get this wrong. The fact that you are in a church and the fact that you have the same pastor does not mean that you all receive the same blessing. Can I, can I say what I want to say? Alright. Ask somebody, can Bishop preach it like the way he wants to preach it? Uh, what did the person say? I should go ahead. So sometimes you can be in the same church, the same pastor, the same teachings, the same anointing oil, the same hands laid on you, the same prayer offered on you, but somebody can be blessed and you may not be blessed because on the same mountain, the same appearance, the same time they went there together, the same event happened, the same Elijah appeared, the same Moses appeared on the same mountain, Jesus was there, Peter, James and John, they were all there, 
all at the same time. However, only one person was changed. The three were still the same. What happened to the three? Because when one was praying, they were playing. When one was praying, they were sleeping. I pray to God today, somebody will take your destiny into your own hands. Hear me, child of God. I come from a different place altogether. The demons in my house may not be the same demons in your house. Jesus knew a battle that was ahead of him. Peter, James, and John, they could relax because they were not seeing any battle. But if you know what is ahead of you, you will rise up and you will pray. Ah, there are some of you seated here. There are great things for you to achieve in life. I don't know who I'm talking to. But there are people seated here. You carry a dangerous destiny. You carry a dangerous future. No wonder the devil is attacking you every day and every night. And you are sleeping like that brother sitting by you. You are sleeping like that sister. No, I am not sleeping. As long as I am here, my eyes are open. Because I need a change. Something must change in my life. The devil that defeated my father is also after my life. The demon that defeated my mother, they are also after my life. But I have made up my mind. Devil, you stop my father, but you will not stop me. You stop my ankles, you will not stop me. Come hell or come high water, I have made up my mind that by the grace of God, I will run through every troop. I will leap over every wall. The God who called me, the God who is on my side, the God who gave that brother a breakthrough, he is still the same God. For indeed, he is the same yesterday. He is the same today and the same forever. I will pray until a change happens in my life. I came to tell somebody today, this year, 2024, a change will happen in your life. I said a change will happen in your life. A change will happen in your marriage. A change will happen in your family. A change will happen in your career. Clap your hands and shout, change! 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 You had the privilege to stay with the master on the mountain. You got there, you are sleeping. So you see, sometimes when people are jealous in church, hey, the problem is not the anointing. The problem is that you are sleeping. Tonight, today, wake up. Come on, tell your neighbor, wake up. It is not everything good that is a result of juju. Is somebody understand what I'm talking about? Sometimes when you are sleeping, there are people who are sitting down. Kabaya, 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 kabaya. Hear me, child of God. God is not asleep. His name is called the prayer answering God. Is somebody understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So don't don't make your life like you no. Know, you know we are we, once we are in the same choir, and God is blessing one person. God will bless me too. It is true, but it's not true. God can bless us all. It doesn't mean God will bless us all. Peter, James, and John. I'm sure they were asking why were you changed and we are not changed. And you know the answer? If you do what Jesus did, you will become what Jesus became. This week, 
receive change. So prayer meetings are not meetings to make us feel good. No. It's not meetings to make us feel good. Look, I'm telling you, sometimes I'm so exhausted, I'm so tired. Sometimes you feel it in your body. Last night, I was telling my wife, my foot, I couldn't step on the ground. Under of my feet was painful as if I'd been cut. Yeah. And so, sometimes when, when you are sleeping, and pastors, listen, whatever you become, even in ministry, it's not dependent on anybody. It's dependent on yourself. You start a small business on a table and you think that it should be like every other person. No. There are people who go to Juju to take spirit, to take powder, <laughs> blow it on it. You, you can't take power. Who take powder? Cry better than you could All you have to do, you can lay your hands, pray, declare some things, be prayerful, be spiritual, be spiritually awake. Somebody hear what I'm talking about. There are some families when you come from those families. For you to even travel from Ghana to Togo is warfare. There are some families for you to rise and stay on the same level and never fall. It takes a miracle. There are some families anybody who rises must fall. And you are coming from that family. And you are happy that you just bought a Toyota Corolla. No, that's not enough. Something must break. Am I speaking to somebody today? I don't like the way some of you are looking at me. I said something must break. There are some families you will never build. You, I remember one day I prophesied to a gentleman here. I don't know if you remember. I remember. I prophesied. It was one of the things that really bothered my mind. Because I saw it. That in their family, nobody has ever owned a land. And he has bought a land. And there was some contention. I don't know. You know, over the land. Because sometimes there are things that you need to break away from. And it doesn't come by sleeping. Listen, no matter how well I dress as a man of God, it will make me a man of God. Anointing doesn't come. Doing well in ministry doesn't come by the suit you wear. Or the tie you put on or the clerical. If I want to do well, I must engage. If you are going to do well, you must engage. Receive the grace to be awake. See your amen. I said receive grace to be awake. I prophesy in this house, 2024, there shall be champions raised in this house. If you are one of them, your amen would have been louder than this. I said 2024, I see people who will count millions of cities in their accounts. If you are the one, shout, I am the one. 2024, I see some people in this house. You will break all odds. Everywhere the people said that you, you will never marry. I'm prophesying 2024. Your marriage shall be officiated in this house. Some of you who lost money, you lost businesses, you lost some favors. This year, whether the devil likes it or not, I speak over your life. Between now and the first half of the year, that miracle, that thing you lost is coming back to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Shout a big amen. Sit down. So, in Jonah chapter 1, verse 6, look at what the, look at what the unbelievers said to Jonah. 
Look at what the unbelievers said to Jonah. Jonah was a man of God. A man of God who was sleeping. <laughs> the Bible says, so the shipmaster came to him, Jonah, and said unto him, what meanest thou? Then I will trade. What meanest thou? What do you mean? Then I will trade Jonah. Oh, sleeper. What do you mean, oh, sleeper? Then I will trade. Bama wada. He says, arise. Call upon thy God. If so be that God will think of us that we perish not. Or see, this is an unbeliever telling a prophet that wake up and pray. Maybe your God will deliver us. Can't you see that even politicians are telling you that wake up and pray? Can't you see that the people who stole your money are telling you to wake up and pray? Yeah. Can't you see that those handling the economy, those who promised that they were going to make your life better, they are even telling you that rise up and pray and you are still sleeping. How do we call for prayer meeting and you are home watching Afcon? Are you serious? No, me, 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 just say, what do you what do you mean oh sleeper ask your neighbor what do you mean what do you mean sleeper now you are sorry 5 a.m your bad life your bumpire moeshe who the way changing your satan order what do you mean sleeper what do you mean when we are cabaying here here fire. We break yokes. We come for open heavens. Then you are there snoring. What do you mean sleeper? What do you mean? Ask your neighbor for me again. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Ask somebody for me. Do you have a secret we don't know? Do you have something we don't know? Receive the grace to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. There are things that when you don't awake will continue to reoccur in your life. There are certain failures that if you don't wake up to pray, certain disappointments that have the tendency of repeating itself. So sometimes you can look and see that my father same trend, my mother, same trend. But as to whether you it will stop or not, it's not dependent on God, it's dependent on you. Now, in Acts chapter 12, the Bible tells us that Herod had arrested James. Herod had arrested James and killed him with a sword. And the verse 2 says that, and when he realized that it pleased the Jews or the Jews, the enemies of the church were happy. Herod went ahead and also arrested Peter and put him into prison waiting to kill him also. But the Bible says, but the church prayed. So, if not for the prayer of the church, what happened to James would have happened to Peter. What happened to James would have happened to Peter. The only thing that made it possible that what happened to James would not happen to Peter was prayer. If you can pray, what happened to your father will not happen to you. 
what happened to your mother will not happen to you what happened to other businessmen in Ghana it will not happen to you your destiny shall be different Ah, uh, I said your testimony shall be different I said your testimony shall be different come on shout amen three times quickly let me give you signs of spiritual sleep signs of spiritual sleep ah is the what is the clock correct because the thing says that my time is up but we have 30 minutes to close all right so signs of spiritual sleep number one or when i say signs of spiritual sleep when i'm asleep spiritually how do i know i'm sleeping spiritually how do i know that i'm sleeping spiritually because time will not permit me but sometimes you can even be praying but you are sleeping <laughs> so signs of spiritual sleep number one sign is disobedience to divine instructions disobedience to divine instruction that is the number one sign of spiritual sleep one day I'll talk to you about the story of the old prophet and the young prophet in the book of Kings this young prophet I think in 1 Kings chapter 13 or thereabout but this young prophet was sent by God on an assignment and the Lord spoke to him and said that as you go don't greet anybody don't drink water from anybody's house don't eat anybody's food just go straight to the place I've sent you and guess what the young prophet set off on his journey then he met somebody who called himself an old prophet he said me too I am a prophet and that God has spoken to me that come and eat and drink in my house the young prophet said no but God said I shouldn't the man of God said oh me too I'm a prophet so come and the young prophet followed the old prophet. So he went to his house, ate and drank. And when he finished and he was going on his way, a lion came from the beast and ate the young prophet and killed him. Because God gave him an instruction. But he did not follow that instruction. When you, you see, the devil only takes advantage of our disobedience. There are things that happens to people not because you were not warned by God. It's because you were warned but you didn't listen. Is there somebody who have had that instruction before? Sometimes you felt like, no, maybe this and I shouldn't do it. You know, but somehow may you receive grace to obey divine instructions. Please say that amen well. I said receive grace to obey divine instructions. Write down Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Bible says, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we heard. He says, therefore, let us pay close attention to the things we have heard. Least at any time we should sleep. If we don't pay attention to divine instructions, the tendency to sleep into danger is very high. People who are sleeping, they don't even hear. 
You can't even hear what the spirit is saying. You don't even understand the times and the seasons. When God is instructing you to do something, you, you are sleeping spiritually, you don't even get it. But listen, one of the things that will take you to where God is taking you is your obedience. Receive a heart of obedience in the name of Jesus Christ. Number two sign of spiritual sleep is laziness. Oh, let, 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 let me read the verse 2 of Hebrews 2. Let's go back to that one. Hebrews 2. Before I come to this one. It says, for if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a recompense of reward, how shall we escape? So he says that if the word spoken by even angels and were disobeyed received a reward, then how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Look, there are simple, simple things. Eh? If you want to see who is very spiritual, a person who is spiritually matured, watch how they relate to divine instructions. Simple things, simple things, not big things. Sometimes when we talk about obedience, you are, you are waiting to hear a voice from heaven. Pastor James, I am the Lord. No. Before you hear that oh, voice, there is a small voice you hear first. Pay your tithes. Give that offering. Give that shoe to that brother. Give that shirt to that brother. Wake up and pray. Twelve, you wake up and you check the time. Twelve midnight. Wake up, pray. Simple instructions. Simple instructions. Sometimes you are worshiping God and God and something impressed on your heart. Kneel down, lie down, and just worship the Lord. And and you are and you are still stiff. <laughs> Come on here. Have somebody had that express that that, it, that experience before? Little things. Now it tells how spiritual you are. It tells how spiritual you are. Sometimes you are taking an offering and God knows better than you. You are taking an offering to give and you take maybe 50 CDs and God says that no, don't give 50 CDs. Give this one. So, forget it. Huh? You know, then you just ignore the voice. It is the little things we disobey. Receive grace to obey. Little things like tithes, your tithes, your prayer, your, you know, simple, simple things. You will not escape if you disobey some of these instructions. Laziness is a second sign. When you are, when you are too heavy physically, spiritually, you become very heavy. So sometimes Obi Wan I mean spiritual things they find it difficult to act on it do you know somebody like that no, i don't mean you do you, wave your hand at me if you know somebody like that not you but you know somebody like that wave your hand let me see yeah. so spiritual things anytime you have to do something spiritual you find it lazy you drag your feet you are slow about it you are struggling with it it is a sign that spiritually you are sleeping. You are spiritually dead. Receive grace to wake up in the name of Jesus Christ. See, when you are spiritually alive and active, oh, 
Saturday morning, you've ironed your clothes. Sunday morning, you are, you, are, you are in church. When I watch people coming to church late and I see how they walk, I know that this one or our problem. You are coming to the house of God. You are late and it's worship time and you are coming in. Then the usher will say, oh, sit here. Then you touch the chair. It's like your spirit is gone. Your spirit is far away. Spiritually, you are dead. Am I speaking to somebody today? Don't look at me like that. I'm doing a spiritual surgery on you. You are dead spiritually. How, how do you go on every appointment on time? But only the appointment we have with God, that one you can come late. Something is wrong. You went for a wedding, you went early. You went for a party, you went early. You went to meet your boyfriend, you were there before he came. You went to meet your boss, you were there before your boss came. But you are coming to meet the king of kings, the lord of lords. And you are so lazy, you are so apathetic, the TV is able to make you late in coming to church. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. Awake! Oh, sleeper, sleeper, awake! Awake! Sister, awake! Awake! What is this? What is this? Every time, you know, come to church. Shall we open our Bibles? The way we cry, before cry, be your Bible, no cry, just away. I cry away. Uje dum. Olegbo. Shall we lift our Bibles? You are no, you are dead spiritually. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Look, don't tell me it is normal. It is not normal. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. You know how to sing all the worldly songs. You come to church and we raise a song. We make a miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Hey, and you know the word of the music. After how many years? Okay, quarter. Okay. So we make a dear own kai. May God forgive you. Say amen and organize your face well. I'm preaching. Why, yeah. Christ says you don't like the song. You, you don't like the song I'm singing to you. Laziness. You, you know my spirituality is in my heart. No, you are dead spiritually. You are, you are, you are lazy spiritually. Laziness. Today, I command the spirit of laziness. Spiritual laziness. I command it out of your life. Your amen is even lazy. I said I command spiritual laziness out of your life. Is that spiritual laziness that can make you wake up to pray? You prayed. You prayed. You used to pray. You got a job. You used to pray. You got a husband. You used to pray. You got money. You used to pray. You got this. You got that. You got this. You got that. Now suddenly, the devil, when you slept, the devil came. He touched your marriage. You are still sleeping. 
The devil has come for your children. You are still sleeping. He's come for your business. You are still sleeping. He's come for your money. You are still sleeping. He's coming for your health. You are still sleeping. How long will you sleep? Do you want to sleep till he finishes everything around you? No way. Say to yourself today, I am bouncing back. Devil, whatever you stole from me, I am back again. For what the locust has eaten, what the caterpillar ate, what the palmerworm ate, today I am back with fire. I am back like commando. Today I have come for a restoration. Somebody shout, I am back. Back. It will be damnable. Somebody will be beautiful. Oh, that's her. It will who said the air and she was sorry. Can't you see? Can't you see that you have to change your attitude? Soon, soon, what could you do? What TV? Watch your TV, man. About 1 a.m. One now. Who better than sorry them now? How no better? I mean, I mean, I mean, how? Ask somebody, how? How? Well, don't be afraid of the person. Look into the eyes of the person. Ask the person how. Ultimate trance in your big concern. Effort the powerful from two hours. Now we big concern. Vampire five minutes. When you come, ultimate vampire five minutes. The devil is a liar. Today I command the spirit of laziness. I command it out. Clap your hands and shout out, out, out. Can I get some active people in the house today? Are there some people who have overcome heaviness? Are there some people who have overcome laziness? Are there some people who are bouncing back? Are there some people in this house who are saying that God, I am alive, I am awake, I am active, I am vigilant from today, no laziness in my life. Are there some people like that here? I said, are there some people like that here? If you are the one, clap your hands and shout, I am the one. Another one is apathy. Number three, apathy in prayer. Another sign of spiritual sleep is apathy in prayer. Look. Let me deal with this thing. Apathy in prayer. That's why I said that you can be praying and even be asleep spiritually. When I see people who come to pray, and then once you are praying, uh, you know, sometimes people are praying and you know they are not here. Have, have you experienced that before? Yeah. It's like they are praying, but they are far away. You know, let me be honest with you. When I see things like that, I get irritated in my spirit. I get I get so irritated. Thank God. Now I've grown. 
years ago when, when we were we I'll come to you and tell you go out of the church go so go and stand at the junction do your whatever when you finish this jokes it doesn't work and then when you finish you say I prayed for three hours you prayed for three, you prayed for three hours who told you you were praying who told you you were praying what kind of joke is that <laughs> all sorts of funny things sometimes you see somebody you know some, some people I, I don't mean this happy worship leaders but there are some places you go the, the choristers are only active when they are the ones singing if they are not the ones leading it's like the worship is nonsense it's rubbish we are worshiping everybody so then, then they, you know it's like a group crown and there are places you go some people if they are not the ones leading prayer then it's like oh something is wrong am i talking to somebody today that's why i get upset when when we are having serious active service with angels in our midst and somebody can have the temerity and the audacity to stand outside and have a conversation what kind of demon is worrying you stand outside talking when we are when we are having a service no you don't have to be here go home go home i'm happy about these guys i'm preaching they are sitting here yeah, they are sitting here you see they'll be listening clap your hands for them some churches you go there when the instrumentalists finish praying when they finish playing they all go outside when you raise a song, then they all run, giddy, giddy, they come inside. Where can you we come in preach at this? You know, you are going now. Where I come from, I can't watch you. Oh, I know you don't want to Am I talking to somebody here today? Yeah. No, it's all right. It's all right. Then you say, Bishop, I've prayed, I'm not seeing answers. No, no, no. You've played, ah, that's why you are not seeing answers. You are playing. You are playing. You are playing. And you know, some of these sicknesses most often attacks people who have been in the church for too long. Because sometimes the longer you stay in church, the more familiar you become with spiritual things. It's like, oh, <laughs> Bishop, I because receive fire. When you preach a scripture now, oh, Bishop, yeah, yeah, that was your father. Oh, so it's like your mind, you are, you are backslided long ago, but you didn't know you are backslided. You're backslided. So you see people who say, oh, me, you know, I, I can pray six hours, I can pray four hours alone. So when they come to prayer meetings, it's like, Charlie, the more you grow, me, my boy, four hours, dada and they think they are very spiritual. No, you are very carnal. Because if you are not carnal, you will understand the difference between corporate prayer and individual prayer. I'm your pastor. You can ask my wife. You will never find me praying and playing. No, no, no. I don't, I don't mix the two, whether I'm alone or not. It's serious business. Serious business. Why should you be in your for 50 years? Because time I was saying, I would hear a crowd with you, Now the dear girl. What vampire about two hours? Jesus catching the sun for himself. You couldn't wait with me for one hour because they were sleeping. 
you you couldn't wait for him one hour because you were playing. Your bomb pile friend, what do you not see? Hey, fufu, fufu, now we did last week also. Now I can show pictures. Your bomb pile now. Now share pictures. Now share pictures. Now I go Facebook kakra. Now I go Instagram kakra. You say, hey, hey, hey. Lewen, what's it like? Nobody has sent a message. Where are you? They say, oh, I'm in, I'm in my neighborhood. I better than only neighborhood. Awake. I said, awake. Am I speaking to somebody? Why are you angry? I'm only preaching. Why, why are you angry? Ask your neighbor for me. Why, 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 why are you angry? Tell the person, Bishop is only preaching a simple message. Why, why are you angry? Hey, I'm looking for the time when you come for prayer. And after, even if it is 30 minutes prayer, even if it is 10 minutes prayer, you know after the 10 minutes that you have sought the face of God. I've saw the face of God. Everybody who comes to church never put, look, the main activity in church is what we are doing now. Don't ever replace anything with this one. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Unless it's an emergency. Ah, why, why should I make myself busy all over the place like Mary and Martha? Then when you finish, you can complain that look, uh, Jesus, see, I'm, I'm uh, busy alone in the kitchen and, and, and Mary is not coming to help me. Jesus said, hey, Martha, Martha. He called her two times. Martha, Martha. One thing is important and Mary has chosen it. Which one was that? Was the food not necessary? It was necessary. Was the cooking necessary? Yes, it was necessary. But to everything, there is a time and a season. Sometimes I tell the security guards around, the ones, the security department people, I said, after you finish parking the cars, don't, don't just stand there because you can come to church and not be in church. <laughs> Is somebody blessed today? Or oh, this message, Charlie Bishop, don't be preaching this kind of things. Write down the scripture, Matthew 14, 32 to 41. Watch and pray. So no apathy. First Thessalonians 5, 17. Pray without season. So don't entertain apathy in your prayer life. Don't entertain apathy in your prayer life. And then, number four, familiarity. I've spoken about it in passing. Familiarity to spiritual things. Don't become too familiar. To spiritual things. Don't become familiar. Familiarity will destroy you. Professional Christianity. It will kill you. It's a sign that you are spiritually asleep. When you can easily become familiar. You see, when you become familiar, at a certain point, those who must bless you can't be a blessing to you. Some of you, if you become familiar, I can't even be a blessing to your life. Some of you, we have very anointed pastors in this house. Very anointed pastors in this house. A resident pastor, very anointed. Pastor James, Pastor Beku, Pastor Sally, 
very, very anointed pastors in this house. But you see, if you become familiar with them, they can't bless you. Because a day will come that God will put your blessing in the mouth of any of these ones. If you are familiar with them, when they even speak your blessing, you will even, you will even realize it's my blessing. But what did they make an answer? So don't become, when you are sleeping spiritually, you become very familiar. Very familiar with things. People come up to lead worship or the choir comes up to sing a song like the song they sang today. Very beautiful song. Let's put our hands together for them. I love the song. And when you are familiar, you say, oh, this song, I know it. I know this song. Yes. Of course, you must know the song. So this preaching, I've heard it before. Like, what do you want us to preach? Something you have not heard before. There is nothing new under the sun. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Say to your neighbor, don't be familiar. Don't be familiar. And then, another sign of spiritual sleep is spiritual immaturity. When you are not growing spiritually, it's a sign that you are sleeping. So somebody can be in church for five years and the person is a baby in Christ. Ten years in the church, still a baby. Unyini. Unyini. These people have no depth. They have no roots. They are easily impressed with stories. Stories, fables. They are tossed about by every wind. They are so immature that they are full of themselves rather than being full of God. They are full of their own emotions and they are not inclined to spiritual things. Spiritual immaturity destroys a person. It's a sign that somebody is sleeping spiritually. So, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1, Paul said, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spirituals or spiritual people, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes or babies in Christ. Verse 2, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto, ye were not able to bear it. I'm feeding you with milk and not with meat because when I give you meat, you can't bear it. Neither yet now are able to. He says, then I couldn't give you meat. Even now, after years, I still can't give you spiritual meat. Why? Because you are babies. And look at what he said about why they are babies. Verse 3. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envies and strife and divisions, are you not carnal? People who sleep spiritually, they, oh, they can be Christians for 20 years. They are always angry in their heart, bitter against somebody. They can't forgive this one. They have a problem with this one. They have a problem with that one. We are baby. Baby. Baby careful. Mature people, they don't have time for these things. We are moving on. We, 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 there are serious things for us to think about. Baby. No wonder 
Some people call their wives babes. And they call their husbands babes. Because they are babies. <laughs> That's just a joke, please. If your wife calls you babes, please enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> Amen? But some of these things are signs of spiritual sleep. Spiritual sleep and I said then Danny tap him and tell him to awake. In the second service, I'll be talking about effects of spiritual sleep. I'll be teaching you why some things happen to certain people. There are because when you sleep spiritually, there are dangerous effects. It has effects. And when you think that, oh, you know, I've come to church and I've gone, I've gone. sometimes eh, people only wake up when it is too late. Have you seen it happen before? Yeah. There are some people, there are some of us here, you only became serious when something disastrous happened to you. But if you had woken up early, you probably wouldn't have happened. But there are effects of spiritual sleep. I'll be teaching that in the second service. May God help us. May God deliver us. We shall not be victims of spiritual sleep in the name of Jesus Christ. I see you awaken. I see your spirit awaken. I see your Christian life being awake. I see you rising up from slumber and becoming more spiritual to the glory of God. Clap your hands and say a big amen. Is somebody blessed this morning? Are you sure you are blessed this morning? Alright, bow down your head with me. Let's pray. If you are here this morning and you say, Bishop, I want to wake up spiritually. I, 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 want, to, I want to be active with God spiritually. I know I'm very far from God. And you, you know, you want your sins forgiven. You want God to turn your spiritual life around. I want you to lift up one hand and I'll pray for you. Say, Bishop, there is so much in my life. I need a turn around. I don't want to continue the way I am. I need a turn around. If you like that, lift up one hand and I'll pray with you. There is anybody like that? Yes, I see a hand up. Yes, please help us stand. If your hand is up, please stand to your feet. Take your Bible, take your bag. Yes, take your Bible, take your bag and walk to me in front here. Come, come to me in front here. Say, Bishop, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to commit my life to Jesus again. I want to be spiritually awake. Help, help, help my brother. Help him, help him. I want to be awake spiritually. I don't want to be the same again. I don't want to be the same again. Glory to Jesus. Please lift up one hand with me. Those of you here. And pray this prayer with me, okay? Say with me, say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Say, I am a sinner. I come to you today. Forgive me my sins. Restore me to yourself. Make me a new person. Make me awake in you. Say today, I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. From today, I am born again. I am rededicated to Christ. Amen. 
Put your hand on your chest. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for these precious lives. I ask the Lord you will establish them. Make them whole. Let them never be the same again. Thank you, Lord, for touching them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. You see this gentleman? Wait. Okay, give, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Church, let's rise to our feet. Is anybody here for the first time today? If you're here for the first time today, can you wave your hand at me? Anybody here for the first time today? Yes. Wave your hand at me. Take, yes, take your Bible, take your bag, walk to me in front here. Come. Come. Please come. Yes. Or you joined us this week. You joined us in the course of the fasting and prayer, but today is your first Sunday here or whatever. Please come to me right now. Come. Church, are we clapping our hands? Awesome. 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 Thank you very much for coming. God bless you. You see this gentleman? Yes, on my right hand. Please see him. He has something to tell you before you come back and join us. We love you. We appreciate you. Hey, my friend, how are you? Awesome. Church, let's put our hands together for them. I'm sure your clapping can be better than this. Lift up your hand and say, Father, let me hear your voice. Say, Father, from today, I am awake. Say, from today, my spirit is awake, is alive. My spirit is active in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and give God glory. Amen. Take out your second offering. Take out your offering. Can I have my bag? Take out your offering. Take out your offering. Glory, glory, glory.